Do you know the spell? I do. Oh my god, this is so familiar. You know, from primary school in China, they got the bells in the beginning of the class and at the end of the class. Yeah, and that's exactly what we're here. Yeah, yeah. So I'm sure all Chinese students must be so familiar to the spell. You know, it's time to go to class whenever he hears it. Yeah, the one for the end of the class. It would be like yay, <laughs> of course, yeah. yeah. And I remember that always one or two students, and they just count、mm-hmm. the second, like three, two, one, and the class. It's the most exciting moment ever, I'm sure. Yeah. And by the way, I'm Angel and. I'm Kathy. Sorry, we haven't introduced ourselves. We thought it's episode six already, so you might already know us. Yeah. If you knew,、um, probably go back and listen to our trailer, and then come back to us and click in one of the episode. So, Ijo, what are we going to talk about in this episode? So, in this episode, we will cover the family relationship during 高考 and we'll also、yeah. talk about 高考 itself. Yeah, and as we promised from last episode, we will talk about 户口 Interesting. And then 小区小区 might be a new idea for listeners who don't live in Asia.、Mm-hmm. Yeah,、think. it's quite unique in Asian country because of the population or the rapid civilization. Yeah, yeah. I'm really looking forward to this episode because. There are so many things in this episode that we can really talk about because we went through these things by ourselves. Yes. Or we see our friends going through these things. We know their pangs, or like we know their excitements. Like, yeah, we can feel them. We know how much the homeworks are. Yeah, yeah, like everything. So I think from the last episode, we talked about. The little reunion and its plot. We at this stage, we probably know that this drama talks about Gokal. So, shall we give a little recap for the listener who didn't check out the last one? Yeah. So basically, we just talked about the three families and the four main characters in the drama.、Mm-hmm. So this drama talks about how three different types of family meets the challenge of Gokal, and then how this Gokal really changed their family relationship. How they go through and overcome these family issues. And so, moving on this episode, we、we'll、want to talk about Gokal. So yeah, as we have already mentioned, that those three families. Are facing the situation of Gokal. Do you know what exactly is Gokal? Personally, like just like what I said in last episode, I didn't participate, but I know because my friend had had them, and then I know it's the university entrance exam. It's the Chinese SAT. Yeah. And this could be like the most important lifetime experience for thousands of hundreds of Chinese people. You and me, we didn't go through this. Otherwise, I think I would be. I'll be so 
frustrated. I don't think I will do so well. You just have no life on study every day. I think so. Yeah, yeah. Last one year.、Mm. If you want to know the data, in this year, this year there were actually ten million students registered in this year's Gaokao. So ten million. Yeah. Oh my! It's、God. like I think last year it was like seven million, and then this year is ten millions.、Mm-hmm. It also has something to do with the COVID. Because of the COVID, the Gaokao was postponed for a month. Do you know about this? Yeah. This year it comes to a peak, and one thing it's because of the COVID. So because the Gaokao was postponed for a month, and then that obviously benefits some students. And then, and students who didn't pass last year and come come back to do it this year. Yeah, yeah. Means more competition between students. Yeah, definitely. But I think even though there are more students registering to Gaokao, but also there are more universities coming up. The、right. number of universities are rising up as well.、Oh, that's a good thing.、Mm, so yeah, even though. It's so much more competitive to get into the good university, like the good, good ones. In Chinese parents' eyes, there's only good universities and nothing. <laughs> yeah, I, th- I think so. So you either go to a top university like 二幺幺 or 九八五 Yeah, two one one or nine eight five. I I think we should talk about this later. Explain what does. Two one one and nine eighty five. Yeah, so there's a number like two one one. It's like two hundred and eleven universities. Yeah, like top. You either get into those unis or you get nothing. Yeah. So like, if you're interested in the data, or if、uh, someone's interested in data, I've actually done a little bit of research. That last year they were actually about around eighty one percent of students. Who are accepted into tertiary education? Eighty-one percent. That's big. That's quite a lot.、Mm-hmm. With only around eighteen percent of registered students being accepted into Taiwan University. So that's like two one one and and nine eighty five that you talked about. Ah,、oh, that's a big contrast. Yeah. So there are about three tiers of universities. And each tier represents the prestige of the universities. It's like, for example, Peking and Tsinghua are in Taiwan, and some of the and some of the local universities, like in, for example, in Hainan or in Xinjiang or in Canton, some of the local ones could be in like tier three or tier two. Normally,、uh, when we talk about two one one and nine eighty five. They are mostly in Taiwan. Yeah, I got what you mean.、Yeah. Like the Shanghai Transportation University. Shanghai、mm, Jiaoda. Of course, that's Taiwan. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, only few of them get get into good good universities,、mm-hmm. and most of them are just in a like relatively average. Or even average belows universities. Yeah. If I go through Gaokao, oh, I'm sure I feel I feel like I'll be in Tier Three because <laughs>、well, it's just so competitive. I don't think there's Tier Three anymore. Oh yeah, yeah. It's only like But, one, two, and. I think from my understanding, it's like in technical term, there's no Tier Three, but there are actually so many private universities out there. 
and then they don't name themselves like they don't put themselves into one of the tiers but they are just some kind of universities and people know they are the tier three yeah now they call tier 2b ah didn't know that and yeah there are just so many private unis that gives you amazing facilities and your campus looks so big like harvard university or like even like cambridge university but they don't actually provide you a very good learning resources mm -hmm. so all the chinese parents want their children go to the first higher university so yeah like yeah yeah Songqian, of course <laughs> if yinzi ever dropped into a tire too oh I don't think Songqian will talk to Yingzi anymore. Songqian will explore. Mm. Songqian will have Yingzi to study again and then redo their Gaokao. And actually lots of students, if they didn't do well in this year or last year's Gaokao, actually many of them choose to redo it yeah. next year. Yeah, my friend did it like her first year of Gaokao, she didn't, she didn't do very well. And then in her second time, like, she just went to a school that shuts all your connection to the outside world. Wow. She didn't have a phone. Oh. And then she has, I think she has to wake up 7 a.m. or 6 a.m. And then going out, do morning exercises. And then after morning exercises, there's like morning study session. And then there are classes, like, I don't know, probably four classes a day and then yeah you have lunch and then four classes again then night study session and then she just lives in the dorm all all other friends who are doing this together so this kind of school is do all the things just for you to focus on your study exactly it's very like military style management yeah so very very intense luckily after that she got into a tier two university and she's becoming a teacher right now so i'm really happy for her wow that's not bad actually yeah Mm -hmm. Yeah. So it's like even get into a tier two, you still can have a proper job. It doesn't sound good. Yeah. It just doesn't sound good when your parents talks about you to others, you know, especially yeah, yeah, you know, relatives and friends. Exactly. Like when the parents sits together, they always talk about my children. Like my mom will say, oh. Um, Kathy, she's doing da 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 da, and then my sister, she's doing da da da, and the other ones like, oh, you know, my child, she goes to she goes to Harvard, or my child, she works at a she Google. works at a bank, yeah, for example, Google, that kind of stuff, and then there are like this comparisons between Asian parents, yeah. So, mm, I really don't like that. <laughs> I know. You get into Taiwan just for the sake of your mom can be really proud of you. <laughs> well, it's like when compared to others, they either mm. look down mm -hmm. you or your mom look down others to fulfill her self-esteem. Mm. I don't really like it. Either way, it's and not. To make, yeah, and to make other parents jealous. Yeah. So, yeah. So, I'm sure in every country they have their own system of Gaokao. Ijo, do you mind to explain to us what's 
Chinese got called like like how is it structured and how many subjects there are? Okay, they have to learn math, mathematics, Chinese, mostly yeah. Chinese literacy and English. Yeah. There were actually other languages like apparently you can study Japanese. German, Japanese, but most students choose English. Yeah, and then you can choose yep. either politics, history, and geography if you are an art student, or mm. if you are yep. a science student, you can choose physics, chemistry, and biology. For science students, their mathematics examination will be way harder than the art students. Yeah, one thing they do really well is like they design for two different. Types of students, but most students choose to do science rather than arts. It's like fifty-fifty. Oh, really? Because I know from my friend, the friend who went through Gaokao for twice,、mm -hmm. she said in her year there were about like fourteen classes, and then twelve of them are science classes. Wow.、Like、they do the science things, and then only two classes are made up by the arts. Art students. Maybe just because in China the arts part is more about memorization and understanding.、Mm, yeah. And there yeah. will so, be lots of writing for the Gaokao and preparation. Yeah. So yeah, for science, it's like it's more useful. And then everyone thinks that not just Asian, but you know, Caucasians also think that science can brings you. A, Well-paid job, maybe. Yeah, maybe, <laughs> depending on your talents. Yeah, and then even though we thought the scorecard is quite standardized, it is actually not, right? Well, it's not like all SAT students will have the same exam sheets. Yeah, but it depends on which part of China you are. Yeah, yeah, largely depending on that. So yeah, to ease out the regional education inequality, some provinces will use different exam papers, will have or will have different acceptance requirement. Like in Beijing, going to going to a Taiwan university could be four hundred and fifty, and then in other provinces that could be four hundred and seventy-five. That's like your Gaokao score. Yeah, but I think what is standardized is that is quite equal inside the province.、Mm -hmm. If we both from Shanghai, and there will be equal competition. Different provinces will actually have different exam sheets, right? Because they have different education level. Like by that means, like Shanghai, good teachers want to go to Shanghai, so their education resources. Are relatively higher than some of the poor provinces like Henan. It's kind of like rather undeveloped, or like Gansu. That's also kind of undeveloped. So because of like the inequality in education resources, so some students will have harder questions, and some students might have easier ones. That's also kind of because of the number of universities in your provinces. So like Xinjiang and Tibet, they have probably like they have less universities, so their acceptance rate is like relatively. Lower, lower, and then yeah. yeah, lower than the provinces who have, who have more、oh. 
universities in their city. They have so many students, but not many universities. So it's like when you have supply over demand. This is when you have a high price level. I'm talking yeah. about economics right now. So this is when your your supply drops. Yeah. So your price goes down. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Good explanation. With Thank you. Incorporating Kathy. the economics knowledge. Mm -hmm. So yeah, so I thought this is like quite interesting how the government, how the central government trying to standardize comparing their economics, their education resources, their number of students, all sorts of stuff. However, because Gokhao is so hard, lots of people try everything to get the good resource and try to participate in the exam in a lower grade city. Yeah, yeah. It's just like Layar's case. Layar coming from a city who everyone is doing so well, like they prepare the Gokhao with harder questions. And suddenly, he comes to Beijing, and everything just seems so easy. It's just like like when a Asian Asian studying in China, and then suddenly he goes to overseas, and then finding out all the math questions in other countries looks so easy. It's just like one plus one. Oh, probably. <laughs> when, yeah, it's like when this Chinese boy in China doing like algebra, suddenly he goes to overseas, and they're doing one plus one. It's that kind of feeling. Are we really using this as an example? Oh, yeah, I'm being exaggerated, but that's like, yeah. Yeah, but you got the idea. So the mm. only thing that Layer can take the examination in Beijing is because his hukou is in Beijing. Yeah, now we're coming to this hukou thingy. Do you mind to explain what hukou is? So the proper name for hukou is household registration system. It requires yep. everyone to register their basic demographic information on their hukou. Due to the nature of my job, I get a sense of how important hukou is. It is important because I work in the human resource department. It is so important for me to check the person's name, ID number, gender, date of birth, and it's also important to check whether this person has a rural hukou or a urban hukou. And then this person's permanent address. And this will change how much social welfare you benefit from. Yeah, so hukou is quite different from identity card. Yeah. So what's the difference, Kesi? Between hukou, hukou and identity card. They're kind of related. I think hukou is just shows that where your permanent address is and then how many people is on your hukou. That being said is like who are your family members and how many are there. Yeah, so family related. Yeah, whereas your identity card, like your ID card just shows your information like an individual's information. Yeah. Yeah. But whenever you go to a big company, you go you go for your employment or for your marriage or like everything, you often need both of them, like your 
uh, hukou and your ID card. Mm-hmm. It's a unique yeah. thing in China. If a marriage, they check each other's hukou, like which city you're from. Like yeah. if, if your partner is from a big city, and then maybe people will think you are taking advantage from your partner because he's from a big city. Yeah, it's yeah. quite tricky. Exactly. And then they will do some work to make sure you two are on the same hukou page. Yeah, so when you get married, you need to get your hukou page, your page in the hukou mm-hmm. to your new family. Yeah. You were in the same hukou with your mom and dad before you get married. And yeah. after you get married, you have a new hukou with your partner. Yeah, that's how it works. And the role of hukou, it's like kind of more obvious and more crucial in the huge cities like Beijing, Shanghai, Guangzhou, Shenzhen. There are like certain restrictions on buying houses or vehicles in those cities based on your hukou. It's like the central government wants to avoid some kind of problems of overpopulations, for example, or like lack of labor in the rural cities or yeah. And then hukou is probably like the best thing to achieve these goals. It's it's a very, very useful tool to control population, yeah. I would say. Yeah. So in terms of Gokhao, students have to take their exams of where their hukou is located. Like, mm-hmm. if my hukou is in Beijing, but I live in Shanghai for my whole life. But I you still, still need, need to, to take the exams in Beijing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I think I think it's a bit unfair. It's like if I live in Mexico for my life, but my hukou it's in America. I still need to go back to America to take my exam. They should be smarter in that. Mm. So yeah. So and then in this drama, Layer is quite fortunate to have his hukou located in Beijing, where it has a higher acceptance rate. So more people can go into university. So for Lair himself, his knowledge is way more than what he needs to know in the Beijing Gaokao. Yeah, but he's his... so confident in getting into Tsinghua or Peking University Peking. Yeah. since since he's taking his exam in Beijing. Or otherwise, I don't think he's even close to it. Uh-huh. Yeah, nah. I thought he is from a city that have a big population, which means it's quite competitive between students. Mm. Yeah, so it is like somehow quite controversial after these years. And you know how important is this for Lair? Have you heard about <laughs> I think we talked about this in our last episode. I think I said that Ying's mom has this strong sense of idea that if if she if Ying's lose one point, mm-hmm. and thousands of people will surpass her. Everyone is in a great danger if they lose just by one point. Yeah, it's like. If you get one more point in Gaokao, your rank will go up by a lot. By a thousand. Yeah, yeah, that's what I mean, yeah. The one point <laughs> means a playground full of people. <laughs> These are like the threatens from your mom. Teachers. Uh, and your teachers, yeah. All right, let's come back. So we kind of like talked about hukou, and then there were so many things that we could also continue. And then hukou, it is quite controversial also because there are so many groups 
they are eligible for special concessions. Uh -huh. So this includes minor ethnic groups, includes like the Uyghurs, and the Manchus. Yeah, 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 exactly. Uh -huh. uh, foreign students, sorry, foreign students are not ethnic groups, but they are eligible for special concessions. Uh -huh. And or like uh, the children of military casualties are also eligible, uh -huh. or even Taiwanese students they can come to mainland China and then get bonus points in their gokao. Hong Kongese, Hong Kongese as well, yeah. yeah students just, from Macau. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. So normally they would get around five to ten points. Uh -huh. Depending on their groups, like whether you're a foreign student or you're ethnic groups. Yeah, so that means five playgrounds full of people. <laughs> five playgrounds. Oh, huge. That's a huge thing. 10,000. So, yeah, if you're interested in more of the debates over hukou and how call gives you bonus points like feel free to like google them up there were there's so many things about that and then beyond that and some students could get some students could have like a different path of going through gokong to move your hukou to another city yeah 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 so you can do that like moving to xinjiang it's so easy these days, but once you move into Xinjiang, it's hard or like almost impossible to move your hukou again out of Xinjiang. I think you got a temporary hukou when you go to uni, like your hukou will be the place where your university is placed. Oh, really? Mm -hmm. oh, oh, okay. Oh, so where you go to uni is actually really, really important. Yeah. No wonder everyone want to go to Beijing. Ah, I didn't know that. So when you go to uni, you got a temporary hukou. So if you work in the same city when you graduate, then your hukou will be there. Yeah, so that's like a golden key for securing your place and securing a family place in big cities. Yeah. yeah, what I'm trying to leading you up there is like, you know, students who study fine arts or music, they actually get a different types of gokao. Yeah, level is way lower. Yeah, they, their gokao have two different parts. So one is written test, that's mm -hmm. the gokao we normally talk about. Mm -hmm. And the other part is assess your skills in your, like, in your music or in your arts, like assess your music skill or art skills. If you want to go to a art school, you can do an arts test and then your written test weigh less in your gaokong. Yeah, because you spend more time in your art skills. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. preparing for gaokong, there are so many things. Some people, some parents prepare for your gaokong ever since you go to primary school. That early? Yeah, by preparing, going to a good primary school, going to a good intermediate, good high school, and then it helps you preparing for your gaokao. Ah, right. So they can buy a house. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So many of my friends did that. They buy a house near one of the good schools in the cities that gives you a place in that school and then it suddenly gives you 
a higher chance of going to a good university. Yeah, those primary school with high quality educations will have a really really expensive area of Xiaoqu. Xiaoqu. What's the English name for Xiaoqu? So Xiaoqu is the residential unit or residential quarters. Right. So if you don't know the idea, just think of an apartment. Yeah. I think Xiaoqu is not an apartment. Yeah, it's quite different. So other than your hukou to determine where you study and where your learning privileges are, the education mm-hmm. is also getting more utilized. We all know the idea of school zones. Oh. Do you think they get oh, sc- in Western cities? Uh, I mean, Western countries? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Like in America, in Australia, they, they are, the idea of school, school zones are actually quite popular. In order to take their kids to enter the good kindergartens or good primary school or middle school, like these three schools actually prepares you for Gokhok. Yeah, like it's the way to succeed. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There are there are three ways for parents to to do so, like to get into good kinders, primaries, and middle school. Like first one, of course, is to depending on your child. Like your child needs to get good marks. If they're smart, if they're smart, it's not yeah. hard. Mm, it's not hard. <laughs> I wish. I wish it's not hard. Well, yeah. From from kinder to primary, and from primary to middle, not hard. From your middle school going to university, that's very hard. Middle school to high school is also middle school hard. to high school. That's very hard. Or you can go to these good ones, good schools or kinders through bribery. Mm-hmm. So many people do that. So many people. So many like, people. It's quite normal in China right now. It might not be that common in other countries, but definitely, like if the parents get the money, they will take you to the library. Yeah, and if you have connections, you can do so many works under the table to get your child into that school. Yeah, yeah. I know some people do that. It's like I could uh, through them. I know. There are tons of people doing that. Bribery. They just take care of you, like everything. But it's super expensive. Super expensive, of course. You're paying much more than what other students are paying to get your kids into that school. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's just crazy. Like it's a crazy amount. I don't even think about that. True. Yeah. And the third one, if you're super rich. You can buy a property. Yeah, that's located near the schools, so it grants your child a place to study. So either bribery or buying a property, it really makes it really capitalizes education. Yeah, only for those who can afford it. Yeah, yeah. So in the housing market, even though the housing market are sometimes quite bubbly, the property within the school zone will. Will not be impacted.、Mm-hmm. The property, Guzhong <laughs> Xiaoqu. <laughs> Their house price just like go up each year. Yeah, there's no signs of coming down. Yeah, everyone just wants to buy a house for their kids and get good education. Yeah, just crazy. Yeah, yeah. That that doesn't change during the recessions or anything. Mm-hmm. So I'm sure this happens in other countries as well, like in the in the states or in in Japan, in UK, 
in Japan, Korea, or other countries. Yeah. But the differences between Chinese people and the American people is that, that most Chinese people live in apartments. Mm-hmm. And then that the apartments, like uh, about like 10 apartments, forms a xiangxu. Mm-hmm. Or you call it a residential units, residential yeah. quarters, yeah, or or like a community. Mm-hmm. It's more like a district community. Yeah, yeah. Unlike the Americans who live in independent houses, Chinese communities are hugely depending on xiangxu. Like, you know your neighbors very well because you can see each other every morning you go out. Or in some xiaochu. Yeah, and then like during the lockdown, the idea of xiaochu was very handy in controlling people outflow and inflow. Mm-hmm. All the all the xiaochu were shut. And they got security guys walking around. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All the xiaochu were shut because during the COVID. Yeah. You know how lots of misunderstanding of xiaoxu, mm-hmm. but actually xiaoxu is quite, it's quite normal. Just like you live in an apartment with lots of more other apartments. Yeah. Yeah. And you got your own community. Yeah. Security guys, not to spying on you, but to make sure the, the residents in the xiaoxu is safe. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, during the COVID, like all xiaoxu were shut. And then we could we couldn't go out like or we can go out once in a two days. And then they sell stuff outside of Xiaochu gates and then they, they throw stuff into the Xiaochu and then we pay them through WeChat. We don't have a shop inside our Xiaochu, so like the people working at the shops outside they just throw stuff into our Xiaochu and then we just pay it through WeChat pay. Like we don't touch each other. So the idea of Xiaochu can like really efficiently restrain the spread of virus. Mm-hmm. And then if one of the Xiaochu has like a single positive case, shutting down the Xiaochu can effectively just, you know, retain the virus to be within the Xiaochu, like shut your apartment. Mm-hmm. My Xiaochu, we got we got supermarket and we got restaurants and we also got Gymnastia. Ah. The residents in the Xiaochu still can, can walk around in the Xiaochu. Yeah. 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 They can walk around in the Xiaochu, but they can't go out. Yeah. So the virus only spray between the people who live in the Xiaochu if they're. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. So, yeah. I think we kind of finished what we should talk about in this episode. Mm-hmm. Like, We've talked about Gokal, Gokal structures, Gokal's controversy, Hukou, Hukou, how Hukou is quite controversial as well, mm-hmm. and Xiaochu, that's the residential quarters. So, Ijar, what flavor, what flavor is this two weeks popsicle? Mm-hmm. I would say sea cucumber. Chen always forced Yingzi to eat a steamed sea cucumber every morning for her gong so, Yeah, so sea cucumber apparently it's something good for your brain, makes you smarter. 
high nutrition. Yeah, we should all order some sea cucumbers tomorrow. <laughs> Yuck. Yuck, exactly. Ooh, ooh. It tastes like... It tastes like... Rabbit. Oh, I probably had it before, but I just forgot the flavour. It's actually a good time for Chinese people to have crabs right now. Oh, it's in yeah. the, the mid-autumn. Mid yeah. That's all, yeah. Mid-autumn. Actually, the 1st of October is actually our mid-autumn festival. Oh, really? Yeah. the national day? Well, you're, you're Chinese. Well, yes, they're on the same day this year. Oh, coincidence. Yeah. So, everyone, if you don't know that, yesterday is mid-autumn festival. And so, go to Chinese supermarkets and get some mooncakes. These year, there's that ice cream mooncakes that become really trendy. Yes. Like, we wish everyone have a good mid-autumn festival. And we'll see you guys in our next one. Okay, end of class. Bye. Bye.